Welcome to episode 13. I know I promised 12 episodes of the Yanez series, but why stop the party when we are having so much fun? <laughs> Welcome to it. It's me, you, and my two faves, Tula and Zai, and we are still having those meaningful and heartfelt conversations. You and I have come a long way since the first episode. Can you believe it has been 13 episodes already? And as you would have caught on by now, we are dedicating the last few episodes to wrapping up our beloved Yane series. If you check the episode description box, you will see a quote that reads, Be gentle with yourself. You are meeting parts of yourself that you have been at war with. That is a quote that we are using to reflect on some Yane moments that we have been experiencing lately. The theme has been gentleness. We spoke about making peace with your unlived life in episode 11, and in episode 12, Zad taught us that our bodies are our homes. It's episode 13, and we are curious to know what has been on Tula's heart. Hello, lovers. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. <laughs> Tula, are you there? Oh, Tula, I'm an interesting week and um the fact that we are still here it's yeah so well, I was, listen i was about to say Jorge, hey, we were meant to record last week but lord jesus there was a fire <laughs> <laughs> never a never saw that fire i think you are just being dramatic a literal fire a literal, a literal like those smoke <laughs> everywhere mm. like i've never yeah. been in something like that like there's literally smoke everywhere can i just say something what yeah. utiamo the fire was starting and we all thought it was still just vibes <laughs> you know how the sky is like orange when there was fire yeah. Yeah. was like yeah <laughs> but it's even golden hour for my selfies and it was taking selfies <laughs> and that was because it got so serious and i'm sure you look back on that and it was like hey. i was like I looked at the stages, I was like, yo, if only you knew my darling, that, that uh, things are gonna go. Because I'm chilling and it's like, and I'm trying to watch um like series and now my room is orange. I'm like, mm. when did it become six o'clock and eleven o'clock? Yeah. Why is it golden hour? I'm like, let me take myself and I have the selfies proof. I took selfies and Oh no, you have yo, what what bomb selfies? Wow. Exactly. Wow. And then as things progress, I'm like, child, this is not a golden hour. This is, <laughs> this is a disaster. <laughs> disaster. This is an apocalyptic hour. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. But I'm glad we're all alive and well. Yeah. And that nobody got hurt in that fire. Like no student was like um like you know, like hurt from what I've heard. Yeah. I mean, I think there were students with some smoke inhalation issues. Yeah. But I don't. I, I haven't heard of anyone succumbing to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And shout out to the firefighters. Hey, Hi, yeah, round of applause. The, our yeah. heroes at home. Wow, what a wow. Mm. But anyway, seeing that we're alive and well, we might as well get into some Yanya moments. Despite that moment of fire, that was a Yanya moment. <laughs> that was a major Yanya. <laughs> that was like yeah. <laughs> And for me, I took what I took away from that moment there was that yeah, never the world can end at any time. Yeah, must have been like, game over. Come the world can end, end any time. Yeah, and everything stops. Like exactly. you just take care of you. Exactly. Hey, but anyway, since you're taking the center stage, I'm plunging. 
how are you? Would you like to give it a go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I think just to, to get right into it. Just to start with sort of the, the filter through which like I would prefer if maybe anyone was listening for them to sort of listen to my 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 yane moment um using that filter and mm-hmm. i think thing about gentleness like the past and it, it's been interesting to me because i got to realize just as i was actually thinking about it with you actually sharing that it, it affects so much um like we said your sense of identity like how you see yourself and then the interesting mm-hmm. thing also, the interesting thing about about like identity is like it, it's not a process of we think it's a process of of like adding like seeing yourself like oh by the way i'm good at this and that becomes part of the identity by the way i'm um i'm an economist now i just got a degree in economics this is part of your identity but i think as much as that it's also it's also a process of like elimination like removing things from from things that you thought you were things that you mm. embodied yeah. Either from yeah. trauma, either because of things that happened to young, like when you eliminate those, I think what remains after, like the core of it all, that is your identity. And what I've found about gentleness, and maybe through the story I'm gonna tell, it's that it allows you to see yourself in a much more realistic way and in a much more positive way. Because we as as people, we don't see ourselves, we like to think objective but just like other people see ourselves objectively you also see yourself through what you see in the mirror and when you look at yourself in the mirror that's not like, that's not necessarily how you look or mm-hmm. not necessarily look at it through your insecurities through your how you yeah. feel that day like good you feel like you look better you know if you are if you're still struggling with yeah. maybe color whatever if you've gained if you've gained complexion or you've lost complexion you'll feel some type of way about like your beauty not you know depending on your issues so i found that when you're more gentle with yourself you are able to look at yourself in a more accurate way uh, because you've shedded all that negative filter you kept like using like um, the colorism like it was saying I'm sure struggling with a lot of body issues. I'm sure now, Zagit, when you look at yourself in the mirror, it's a whole different vibe um, than it would have been like a year ago, even if you were in the exact same clothes and you look the exact same way, but now you see yourself a certain way. Okay, so yeah, just um, with the, the yarn moment, I, 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 I thought I would share, I thought I would share just, um, I guess, a, a time when I was like also just very vulnerable and i probably needed that gentleness um, we love vulnerability over here yeah yes. <laughs> yeah i i don't i love it from others <laughs> <laughs> like yeah so um yeah it was just like a couple of of years ago um you guys know a couple of years ago my mother died and that was like a, it was a very trippy experience because I think what I've noticed about um, what I've noticed about like kind of a very huge central person dying 
in your life it, it's one thing then maybe leaving because maybe that person was your partner but them dying then it it, it it marks a before and an after in your yeah. life like you can you can always clearly tell like it's like there's different lights to your memories like there's a before and there's an after like clothes are not the same they have different lights even in my head when I visually picture them but mm. so, that, so that happened and I remember like I was obviously here in university like when someone came like um, a friend of mine was born in I guess in Rochester and my family was struggling to reach me you know me was I yeah he knows you so, so it's been we a thing this you. thing <laughs> and, guys, I, I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> so they, they typed so much and they just couldn't reach me all day but i remember it was exam week and i had presentations so when i came back like to rest i was still in, in smarts unfortunately for me and then i went back and um yeah the guy was there and then like he told me i remember just being very slow to process and him being mm-hmm. there obviously like a normal human being expecting like a certain reaction yeah and not getting it because i was just yeah i was just blank because maybe i was expecting me to be like you know mm. often it's what i would have expected also like i guess for myself but it just did not happen and yeah i just did what i could to get rid of her before i could be alone like at that time yeah. obviously and and then yeah again i was still very busy with exams so obviously there were like there were a lot of technical things admin things that had happened like i had to book a flight to go yeah. home it was just a lot of technical things that needed to happen and i'm alone here in cape town and mm. okay, yeah. and then I go back i go back home it was the thursday and the, today you, you know guys funerals in in the township like black people they different it, a whole thing yeah. it's there's a lot of people there's a it's just a lot like yeah. as i'm walking there's just a lot of people obviously and then i get there i've sort of i've sort of been disconnected from this reality like mm. but now it's like it's taking in this all these people you've never seen and others you long time ago they just see you and they start breaking down and you come back to mm. them it's just that whole thing and then i remember when i got there obviously we had our family sort of meeting that evening and people were crying and what i again at this point i still had not shed a tear i i was yeah. i was still i was very it felt like i was high you know when you just high and you just i don't know if you guys have smoked you're just out of it <laughs> you're doing that you're, but, you're a bit beside yourself yeah yeah <laughs> so like when yeah when when you just floating through yeah mm. So yeah, and then things are happening very slowly, and then I, I was like, I know at one point it's it's gonna it's gonna hit, it's gonna hit. It just didn't. Mm. Then it we got to the funeral, and I know my big brother was supposed to be like, because I'm not even the first one, I'm like the third child. They were supposed to talk, and they couldn't because they were crying. And then I had to speak. Obviously, the 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 one that is just not crying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It. And then yeah, that happened, and then. I was home for like the next week and then I needed to go back to UCT because school is is happening. Yeah. And then <laughs> guys. <laughs> so, I remember that week just before I went 
just those few days you know that i think the real process of grief starts when people leave your house and it's just you guys you are alone now back to that this person is gone and the house feels cold and mm-hmm. all of that i remember feeling so bad and feeling like i'm bad at grieving because i, I felt like yeah, but at the time, I, I felt like, I remember it was so ridiculous. So, it was, I remember opening Google and going to Google and be like, how like how to how to grieve? What is a normal? And coming up with the typical five stages of whatever. And I'm, I'm like, they're like, it's denial. I'm like, maybe I'm in denial, but I don't think I'm in denial because... Because you're like, aware of the situation, yeah. Trying to fit yourself into like those things and not seeing any of them in you and seeing maybe mm. you need to act a certain way because you are genuinely seeing them in everyone around you like they yeah. are all crying they're breaking down they're all whatever for me i was not experienced i was feeling the pain but i think mm. the problem was the, the expression. expression yeah you know and so it was such a like i remember so at that point my my sort of grief and that pain got overtaken by guilt. Now it's just guilt of like, what's the issue? Did Ooh, I not? Mm. Another thing is, a lot of people. It became such a, a an issue for me because a lot of people were expecting me because I was the closest to my mother, and oh, they wow. told me the last I would just die on the spot. Like, mm. so it was. And then I was just giving no reaction whatsoever. And people kept being like, are you, did you hear, you know, I saw that I actually was processing my, I was processing my, um, my grief just in a very slow way. And I was processing it through, like I I remember I was just writing a lot and I was Mm. thinking a lot in, in a lot of abstract, there's nothing, the ultimate thing to, to, to bring you close. Like if you're a person who likes to think about abstract ideas, it does not get mm. more abstract death, like the concept of death. Yeah. So I remember I was just blocked and writing a lot and I was able to, to be in a space where I'm alone and I'm bringing myself to it. And then I started like those emotions being expressed and I started mm. feeling like, you know, but after a long time, I remember it was even like, when I had my first panic attack because of that, I was in a jammy and it was probably like seven months later. And yeah. like a very, Ooh, yeah. it's like, even with your friends, like that thing has passed. It's like, you know, no one anymore even remembers that this happened to you. Or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it, so you're sort of alone because even your family, you now starting to bring that thing. It's like you're taking them back because they've sort of, they, they oh yeah sure move forward so there's that there's that level of being alone also you know and then that's when i realized that actually gentleness isn't as it's not as easy also as we i mean it's it's good to be like guys be gentle with yourself but it's not as easy because practical like we say there's no timeline to things but i feel like there is a time. Hypothetically, there shouldn't be, but in a very mm. practical way, there is a timeline. For example, I needed to go back to school to write my exams. I couldn't mm. just chill 
and not do that. One could say you could have taken a leave of absence, but that also has implications. Mm. Did we all say implications in unison? Okay. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> I love yeah. our work. I love our work. <laughs> so, so, so there, there is no unlimited timeline that we like to think. You know, when we are being host, but how do I, on a practical, um, I'm gonna make an example. I don't know if you guys have seen. Have you guys seen Collateral? Beauty by Will Smith, the movie. Yeah, no. but I can't even remember it. Yeah. So in that Can movie, that, yeah, that movie captured so well how I was feeling. So he this like a up that blows up and becomes big. And so mm-hmm. because it was up, he has these personal connections with every client. Like all clients are there because of him. And it's a nice marketing vibe, and he's a beautiful leader charismatic and everything but then time passes it's been like three years now this person is still like not back in the same way that they would expect that it would have been mm. back mm-hmm. and like, but i was, I was about to ask to... how that movie like manifested in your life like how was watching that manifested in your life it had it had a very huge ripple effect but seven months is not a because it took me about seven months but seven months is 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 more or less it's it's more than usual but it's still things haven't fallen that much imagine if it had taken me four years and i have not spoken to my friends and i've just been mm. not in that could have like huge scars because people live in their micro worlds i understand mm. yeah I, you, you know? I understand you are grieving you are going through your things but if your grief causes you to tell me or whatever at some point i micro scale and i need to think about my own peace just mm. that like it's like if your friend is going through something and they depress that they really express that depression is through just ripping you apart at some point you have to consider yourself without making them a bad person but yeah for you. I, I i realize that uh w- gentleness it's 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 difficult sometimes for for other people to assert gentleness to the world because mm-hmm. the world has its own that it asserts like on you you know yeah. you live in, you you live on a you live both on a micro and macro scale where you can be as gentle as you want with yourself but yeah. you still live where life is moving and hey. and people yeah. have their things that need you and you know it's like a mother for example. If you are a mother and you lose your own parent, but you have four kids, where is your time? Ciao, to, yeah. ciao, ciao. Time to, to disconnect and yeah. and so yeah. you don't always um just because we've been talking about all these weeks about how yo guys you need to be gentle, but maybe we need to consider that in some instances gentleness can be something of a privilege, you know. Exactly, exactly. Wow. Yeah. And you know, my chat is also that sometimes like being gentle with yourself requires you to, like, to pause, to stop a bit, right? But because mm-hmm. the yeah. world is catching, it's, it's still moving on, right? Yeah. Once yeah. you're done pausing, you have to play a, a big game of catch up. Yeah. And, then that and also, sometimes it's not even possible. Exactly. That also puts a toll on you. Like, also, like, yeah. it's another hit on you because now, you, now you're going back to like um, you're exhausted. You feel more exhausted because you didn't really feel like. Um, you took a break. 
you know mm-hmm. just from that thing of catch up right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay. And with yeah. stuff like grief, it's very tricky because it pops up at different stages and different times, like of your day, your week, your schedule, you know. And then yeah, you really, really want to like take time off at that moment or around that time, but your world is not allowing you. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the thing. I mean, it's not linear. It's just that I think with it, it's like there's. I realized that there's a moment where it hits you, like when it hits you properly for the first time. That's where the bulk, the emotion is, and yeah. then it's gonna at some point, but it's not done. Like it's even now, it's just that the frequency becomes less and the intensity yeah. becomes, and you start now to see the because when you are still on that intense stage of grief, any memory of the person is just sadness. But then as time goes by, start remembering the generally good time where and the memory becomes genuinely sweet and warm and happy and you don't feel the need to be sad after that. Yeah. And it's, and it's not known the person, yeah. It's not as if the person lived like um a sad life. This is when you think about it, you become sad. Yeah. And that reminds yep. me of um ooh, ooh, vision. You know what that thing that vision said. I was Oof. like, whoa, that is so true. I, I literally, to be quite honest, Vision was like one of my most like an interesting, I, one of the characters that I found uninteresting in the whole M, M Marvel thing, right? But that line, <laughs> that line, when he said, what is grief but love persevering, yeah. I'm like, I'm in love with yeah. Vision. No, Vision has always been so emotionally dense. Like that is all aesthetic. You know, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. what he said that was very powerful. It, it, it really changed my perspective on grief. Um, that literally, it's literally your love for that person and for how they, the role that they played in your life, just persevering, wanting to go yeah. on because you know that if you come outside of this grief, you're gonna have to pack all of that away. Yeah, yeah. I and, have to. Yeah, and I guess yeah, that is true. And like an extension of that is that. You know when you when you love like you said I think last week um Tiamo that when you miss someone or whatever you just you pour yourself onto them like through their social media getting yeah. seeing new pictures talking to them calling them like love needs a way to go hence when people break mm, up mm. It, one of the difficult things is that you still love this person but there's no way for you to pour that emotion to you know exactly so same with, but now with grief, it's like this huge black hole because it's not like you can still find them on social media, even if you have broken up, but you can still get something new to hold on to. They're yeah, just gone. exactly. With, with that kind of loss, they're not going to upload anything. There's no, yep. it's, it's yep. like a full stop. So, it's something that's very yep. quite permanent on their end. Yep. That has nowhere to go. To and go, exactly. Just, and now it's fighting you would you say now that also not another thing that's like i don't know if you know sometimes you sit in that in that grief. i don't want to say waddle waddle's not the correct word but like you 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 immerse yourself in there right and yeah. maybe like sometimes you're afraid to you understand that sometimes healing means like packing that away and that also yeah. means like packing that person's memory away yeah. do you think that fear of forgetting that person forgetting all of that um is what makes yeah. the war and the fight so extra, like so so extra heated. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was 
because like, don't you ever feel like you're i think awful. maybe my question is don't you feel like you're scared that you might forget that person yep that is, that is, it is it is there's a gitty like it's like you know what happens like what i've noticed it's and it's not just as because tina we grew up where the world was already relatively digital we have yeah. pictures we have yeah whatever. maybe not forget in that literal way of just forgetting but what i've realized is that it takes you longer to remember certain memories like the details yeah. of those memories if you know mm. it, like it and it's so scary it happened to me i can't remember what the memory was and i was just you know that your go to memories that you think about and then i didn't thought about that memory for a very long time then when mm-hmm. i went back to it i mean gonzo where was this place you remember the feeling definitely you remember yeah. you get nostalgic but you forget the like the the working memory kind of um um details and that made me so scared and i was just imagining that imagine you lose someone in the 1950s where there were no pictures you were now 100% eventually lose you still remember the the general look of that person and whatever as time goes by you, you, they will start to fade away fade and away that is, mm. that is so because um i, I, I think, think it was, that's it was yeah that's one of the reasons why i think okay like that's what i always say that guys record capture every moment and store it somewhere like record guys record even if it's not like about some sometimes somebody else sometimes you forget bits of your own life mm. you know and when you go back and you open a certain picture or a certain video you're like oh my goodness cannot this one's happen because you know time you know time moves so fast like we experience things so quickly mm. you know that you have to like pack that memory away pack that thing away to make room yeah. for new things you know what i'm saying Yeah. and then when yeah. you go back and you look and you reflect and you're like whoa kind so of this I, actually happened exactly yeah. like take pictures of your loved ones take pictures of yourselves in every moment even even if you're not going to share it on share them on yeah, social media yeah. like have them backed up on like google drive or google photos you know so that someday some you can go back and look at that because that makes mm. exactly that makes so much um <laughs> yeah. it makes such a huge and, impact on the next person yeah Sure. agreed and there was yeah. there was i think i think it was a i think it's a, like a scottish um, philosopher like his name is is david hume he said that like his conception of what of what um existence or the self is was that it it is so heavily tied to memory he says if you mm. experience something if if something if let's say you are walking alone you are just alone in your room and you mm. you accidentally like your finger right you hit your finger there's no bruise or anything and then in the next 2 minutes you forget that you ever hurt your finger what mm. then we can say that that thing did not happen because it did not influence oh, anything in the yeah and you do not remember it so he says that existence is closely tied to memory so when people die they still exist as long as they still exist in our memories but they mm-hmm. really stop existing when they faded away in their loved ones memories and that's why mm-hmm. people are so mm-hmm. obsessed mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. are so being remembered with their statues being 
in places because it's the idea that that's immortality. Like when people chase immortality, it's not a literal getting a pill for you to live forever, but it's just for your memory. Yeah. Take on You're right. This. You're very right, Tula. I love what you said because it reminds me of something I was telling Zai the other day because I was telling her that like I have pictures of myself and a certain someone that I was seeing like many years ago, yeah. like, many moons ago. And I was like, I told her that like I was going through my laptop and I saw these photos in the laptop. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like, these are the last bits of the photos on like on um Mm-mm. on the laptop. Everything I don't have them on my phone or anything. Now it was an intimate photo. Even though I'm like I'm way past that situation, you know, way past like we're seeing how we're seeing each other. But it's something very monumental to me because it taught me a lot, that that whole experience, yeah. right? And I tell Zan, she asked me, like, um, why do you still have these photos? Why don't you like delete them? I'm like, if I delete this photo, then this person never existed in my life. Hey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like That's... I was like, then I've been literally they've never existed because then I won't because I know I'm gonna forget everything, you know, at some point, 10 years, 20 years down the line. Yeah. And when yeah. I want to have a f- when I want to have a full picture and a full understanding of where I'm at now, you know, a full understanding of my life, full understanding mm. of all my experiences, I want to refer to that to like to those moments you know yeah so if i delete that photo and i don't have that photo that person i've never i've never met them basically that's what it is yeah, yeah. sure this like this conversation makes me appreciate adele's song more you know um i think I, i've been singing it a lot to you lately um, yes you have when we were young do you know when we were young so, like, do you know when we oh were young? yeah exactly yeah. I love the the more which is let me photograph you in this light in case this is the last time that we might be exactly where we yeah now the lyrics are gone <laughs> where we were before we realized but that whole concept of uh, let me photograph you in this light yeah mm. beautiful mm. yeah oh. no that's a, that's a very beautiful and solid note to 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 end the Yane moment just that Adele song just in people's minds yes. Maybe I should add it as the background and don't do Yep. As the background, don't do But yeah. I love that. Thank you for sharing that with us, Chula. And I think I really want yes, to love to say to you is when you mentioned that, when you like, um, like, because also, because you know, we mentioned that we, we spoke, we spoke, uh, we're speaking about like, um, you're discovering parts of yourself that you've been at war with. And in my yeah. in my episode when we were talking about my experience, I mentioned that like um, we're coming of age and we're experiencing different layers of ourselves. So mm-hmm. I love what yeah. you mentioned in this episode when you said that um, once you like take away all those layers of like hurt and grief, you find yourself. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. I love that. I really love that. But would you would you say that though? Would you say that? Um, aren't we? Aren't we? Um, our experiences and every bit, even these parts of um, all these hurt that we've experienced, isn't that like bits of us too? It I is. Mean, it, it is, but it, it depends. You need to be very specific. Like, mm. for example, I'm example, I took a good example with um, Zagiti's um, sharing when she was just sharing struggles with like uh, body image issues. Of course, that experience that she went through was so important and monumental to the person that she is now and it was part mm-hmm. of her. But the difference between that, like her takeaways from the experience, there's a difference between that than saying that 
the insecurities that she had at the time that changed how she saw herself were part of her. Those were very important to shed away. But yeah. the experience lessons taken from that whole thing is still part of her. So it's saying that you want to remember, you don't want to forget. Like I would not have anyone numb me or make me forget that I went make to the <laughs> <laughs> don't do oh, that God. i was holding myself from nothing don't do that it just came out i'm so sorry i'm sorry it just came out i couldn't I do that memories no yeah. i'm so sorry Tuna. i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> i just you just said me i just thought about now. <laughs> I saw it earlier today, so immediately next to her, I think, ma'am, all of you are it sound. to me. Oh, my God. I, I, I just, it just was this word vomit. I'm so sorry to let you I'm so, so sorry. sorry. So, yeah, if, if, if Nathan will come and, and, and make I would decline his services and say no. I would not. <laughs> not I not want to um, <laughs> I, I would not want to forget. I would not want to forget those things. But that does not mean that I still want to live at a time of yeah. constant anxiety and constant. That's not part of me. Like yeah, always being true. Not but that experience and the things I've learned from that and what I've discovered about myself from having went through that, that is part of me. So yeah. I think it's very but important distinctions between the two. Definitely, yeah. definitely. The parts of you that are, it's parts of you that were acting from anxiety, from fear, from grief. They don't necessarily, yeah. the essence of who you are. Yeah. yeah, and I think I really hope and love that um whoever's listening at home has 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 seen that the common thread throughout this podcast has been like preserving who you really are, the essence of yourself. Has yeah. been like I think every episode has exposed that like um there's there's been different parts of like the world that we experience that negates who we really really are, and that's the mm. thing about cutting of age. You know, when you reach the age of eighteen or seventeen. You have this like um brightness that's that 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 that, that that's that's mm. in you, you know? Yeah. And then experiences happen like throughout all of that that negates oh. who you are, you know, make you act differently. Yeah. And I really hope maybe like 10 years from now on, like we can maybe like come back to these moments that we've recorded and say, guys, how have we found our ways back to our self? Sure. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Away from the anxiety, the grief, the hurt, all our experiences. Yeah. How the journeys have become, what you've mm. taken. Mm. I think we should, we'll, we'll put it there. Maybe 10 years from now, I'll, I'll get you guys, wherever you are, guys. Yes. Um, let's <laughs> record again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But thank you, for, yeah. thank you for all of that, guys. Thank you for sharing, Trula. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Jesse. Wow. We wow. really appreciate that. Listening. Yo, it gave me yeah. a, mm. it gave me a lot to think about, man. Mm. And thank you for thank you for like all your contributions to the podcast, both of you guys. I know we come here and we lay our things bare. I know somebody did give feedback and say you guys are like you should come and be vulnerable in the podcast and that's sure. like a that means so much to so much of to, to so many of us because then we mm. like it, it it allows the next person also to sit with themselves and be vulnerable 
you know, and, and yeah. interrogate bits of themselves that they were too scared to interrogate because they had that guard up. You know, you have that guard up with yourself. Mm. And yeah. you don't, you know, you, you're not you don't real with yourself. Things. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why vulnerability is so important to mm. learn. <laughs> going back to what we were saying early too loud <laughs> yep yeah. yeah okay okay that brings the end of the podcast series what the end of exactly episode 13 this is the last episode right um we have come oh. a long way and by we i mean myself my guests and to you listening at home, right? My Yane moments in this time have turned, like they've moved from Yane moments to Ritlarings. They've taken hey. different shots. <laughs> I remember at some point, my my, my, my go-to expression was, you're putting kuluge. You're, I, I was saying that every moment, kuluge, sorry. I was like, putting kuluge. Every moment, it went from Yane to Yane, I went to kuluge. And the past few weeks, it's been Ritlaring, you know? Ritlaring, you know. So I'd really love to hear from everybody at home who's listening. Like, what have your experiences have been? You know, reach out to us. Let me know. You know, and the conversations definitely do not end here. And by that I mean, there's still so much to unpack, right? We, so you at home listening, have those heart to hearts with your loved ones. You know, have them with yourself, and remove that guard that I just mentioned that we have with ourselves, right? There's so much power in reclaiming your experiences and talking them out, you know? And secondly, when I say that the conversations don't end there, I mean that there are more episodes for you to come, you know? Hey. The Yane series might be over, but obviously we're going to have a new segment where we'll have some bonus episodes called The Debriefs, right? So you, the people listening at home have been have been contacting me and been letting me know um, they disagree here, they agree there. Um, they've been me know their thoughts and people have mentioned some very interesting things based on the different episodes that I would like us to reconvene and speak about, you know, and be like, you know, what is the deal actually, you know? So it won't be any moments, it won't be like deep stories. I'll be taking um, the comments as raw as they are and we'll be getting into the nuances of that specific issue that's being addressed, right? Yeah. So I'll be seeing you, Zan Tula, on that other side. It'll be super fun and see you listening at home. Remember to rate, review, share the podcast with your friends, share them with your parents, share them with share, your share, parents' share, friends, share. Share. share them with your friends' parents, play them to your dog. Please. <laughs> Please, very important. <laughs> very important. Exactly. <laughs> I absolutely love you for listening. We'll meet in the coming episodes. But in the meantime, remember that love is real. We'll make it through and good times are coming. I know. I guess I'm gonna say Mwah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Usually you do the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Mwah for the babies, please. Mwah, wow. everyone. Oh, peace out. Keep it. What's the love? Any? Niti, I eat Korean. Eat Mwah. I eat Bonin.